Hey guys, welcome back to Mamas Chingonas with Janet and Sandy from Raw Flourishing Skin. We appreciate all of your love and all of the support, so thank you so much for tuning in every week for new episodes. Today we're super excited because we have Evelyn on the line. She is a stay-at-home mom of two beautiful boys, and we're going to talk about how hard it can be to transition from baby number one to baby number two, as well as how hectic things are right now because this whole pandemic um, in 2020 is quite crazy and there's really nowhere for us to to go with our children. And um, usually when you're a stay-at-home mom, you try to keep busy and taking the kids to the park, to the mall, to different places to keep them entertained um, to, to make the day go by faster because when you're cooped up at home, it makes things quite hard. So keep listening and let us know if you want to be part of the show. We would love to have an episode with you. So please message us um, and we can link up. Thank you guys so much. My husband tells me, like, I think you and me need, like, an adult vacation, just you and me without the kids. Because <laughs> he's been working from home, and it's been crazy. He's like, dude, I don't know how you do it, like, every day, all day. It's tiring. And you know, it's all my time is for them. Like, it's, that's how it is with kids. <laughs> that's how it is. But it's so worth it. It's time well invested. Yeah. You don't get those years back. I have my baby's 19. So, you know, it's, it'll be gone before you know it. And I was one of those oh, parents, yeah. PTA mom, head yeah, of the PTA, football mom, you know, seven years on the yeah, field, the, the athletic director. I did all those things, you know, super mom, as you want to call it. And now I'm like, dang, like literally time just flew by, you know, even though I was yeah. super busy and sometimes you just don't even have moments. I think like, I wish I wouldn't, I wouldn't know now, obviously like sit down and enjoy the moments a little bit more, you know, fuck the cleaning fuck the laundry yeah. you know um go cook dinner but leave it a mess instead of having to clean the whole place go you know leave it a mess and go join them in the backyard yep. in the pool or whatever you know and yep. i did a lot of times but sometimes i'm I'm not gonna lie i would like let them enjoy their playing time or doing the family with my husband in the pool and things and i'd keep why they were entertained pick up clean a little better you know get everything ready for tomorrow and you know i missed out on moments because it was like dang it just and now i feel like it went by so fast <laughs> yep 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 it's so true it's so true and yeah. i have a a 6 month baby actually he turned 7 months yesterday already oh yeah baby. So yeah. baby i know everybody keeps saying like oh my god he's so big he's i feel like you just baby. had him <laughs> yeah i know i feel like i just you had guys him. have baby babies <laughs> But just like you were saying about like the mess and just learning to not stress over that because that used to be me. It's like now with two, it's like el más grande me, me hace un reguero and it's like, okay, okay. I can't stress over that because I have another baby. He's always, he always wants to be on mama's hip and you know, I'm breastfeeding hundred percent breastfed. So yeah, that baby's slashed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, like my husband will tell me like, you know what just relax and if the you know the chores don't get done if you can't keep up if you can't do dinner it's fine you know like 
the little things, you know, like that. And yeah. he would help me a lot. So, so that's definitely, we're grateful for the hubby's thumbnail. Yes, that's good. That's good that he helps. How's your little boy doing with the baby? Is he happy to be a big brother? You know what? He, he, in the beginning, um, I feel like he was a little like on the, maybe no say uh, jealous. I want to say maybe jealous because he, he was obviously wasn't getting the attention he used to, you know, he was used to having because he was our only kid for almost what, you know, three whole years. And then all of a sudden a new baby comes, but now he's the sweetest big brother to him. Mm, like it's so good. cute because yeah and you know um it's an adjustment you know it's an adjustment for him and now he's very sweet to him he'll help me out like if I tell him Mateo you know bring me a diaper over or Mateo can you bring me his bottle and he he likes all those little tasks that I have them do you know and and it's the cutest thing or then it's it's so sweet seeing him sitting down on the sofa and I'll sit Tadeo right next to him and he'll just fill him up with kisses and he'll hug him. He'll give him like a little side hug. And I just, I don't know. I live for those moments. I think it's so precious. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. That's how my little girl is too. She's so happy to be a big sister. I know how, okay. So your older one, how old is she? She'll be three in July. Oh my god. And okay. I know, and my baby's four months. So, oh, you know. Things, things change drastically for her too. So she's, yeah. you know, she's definitely at this stage where she throws tantrums all the time, like for anything. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's hard, <laughs> but luckily she's been quite nice to her little sister and I've been wanting her to be very hands-on, you yeah. know, again, helping with changing and, and yeah. bathing the baby or whatever, just so she doesn't feel left out because, you know, yeah, yes. you know, they've been so used to all the attention, all the love. And now there's yes. this little baby that takes it all away from her. So even like acariciando the baby, yes. like for a long I didn't want to do it in front of her because I felt bad. Like, yeah. you know, she's going to be so jealous. And of course, and she's adjusted. You can tell she gets a little jealous, like the mira diferente, like when I'm hugging the baby, kissing the baby. But we've, we're doing all right. We're surviving. The baby's four yeah. months and uh, no hay de otra. We can't yeah. return the baby. So, exactly. <laughs> Has she ever, have they ever been made to the babies? Ah, yes. I had a time cuando Teresita le dio una buena, like, a poke on the forehead. <laughs> I'm like, don't do that. She's a baby. She can't yeah. defend herself. You have to be nice. So yeah. she, she did have her moment where she did that. Oh, my God. Aww. I had mine uh, sitting in the middle of the bed because I'm scared that, you know, if I ever sit him, like, at the edge, he'll fall, roll over and fall. So he was in the middle of the bed, and Mateo just – since he starts sitting upright already, Mateo just thought it was funny how he was all wobbly and he just came up to him and he pushed him back. <laughs> so he <laughs> fell. I mean, luckily he was on the on the on the bed, but I just think it was so funny because he I feel like sometimes he just finds it funny. Oh, you know, I'm just gonna push him over and have him fall. <laughs> oh, that is yeah. hilarious. That's such a boy move. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. It's it's cute watching them grow, definitely. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want a girl? How are you feeling about having another baby? You know what? Um, and at the beginning of my pregnancy, everybody told me, oh, my God, you're going to have your girl. You're going to have your girl. And I kind of, I want to say, like, I 
I kind of grew with the idea of having a girl and I was kind of looking forward to having a girl to stop there because I only wanted two. And yeah. now that, you know, it turned out that it was a boy. Now we've been talking about it and it, it's up there. It's we've it's an option, definitely, like having a third and maybe trying for the girl. Um, and it would be like soon because I'm not getting that much younger. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my mid 30s already. I'll be 34 this year. So um, if I do have one, it has to be before my 38, before I'm 38. Wow. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm older. So <laughs> I'm 33. Okay. And, yeah, I'll be 34 in October. So I tell him, I, I tell my husband, okay, it's going to be either when I'm 35, 36, maybe, but no later than that. <laughs> Are you trying to have another one, Janet? I I am not now, definitely not now. Yeah. But I do I do want a boy. Like I thought I was gonna have a boy the first time, but then uh-huh. I feel like, oh my god, I got so lucky with a girl, and now another oh. girl. So <laughs> I'm like so so happy with my girls, and I was even happy with my first. Like I would yeah. be just happy with one kid, wow. but I also know how important it is to have siblings because I grew up with four brothers. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I wanted her, you know, to have a sibling. Of course. So we ended up with another girl. And now I'm like, okay, now I really want a boy. So hopefully when <laughs> we do get pregnant, hopefully it's a boy. Yeah. Si no, con tres niñas, my husband. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor man, dude. Oh, three girls. Okay. Three girls and a crazy wife. I just can't even. <laughs> How old are you, Janet? I'm 30. Oh my God, you're yeah, you're so young still. You can have two more if you want. <laughs> oh, I know. I don't know. I mean, the he wanted four right yeah. before we even had kids, yeah. but now that you know we have two, and he's like, okay, yeah, maybe just one more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's and hard. It's yeah. hard. What about you, Sandra? I have a 19 year old. Oh, I have cool. a 19-year-old son. Yeah, I'm 41 years old, and my baby's 19. I only had one biological son. That was mine. Okay. I had a child pass away when I was a lot younger, um, mm-hmm. and I raised my stepson. I raised my stepson from the time he was about, you know, eight years old with my husband, you know, up until he lived with me till he was 19. So we co-parent with his mom. His mom moved out of state, so, mm-hmm. you know, he stayed with us. So, I, I mean, I have two boys, yeah. and I raised them in the household. Yeah. So my son has a sibling, but... um. Parenting is, is a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun and, and it's a lot of work. Oh, um, yeah. I'm a very neurotic parent. I think I was. I think I've worked on that a lot. So I think that's what deterred me from having more children. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought that, you know, I, I couldn't love the child as much as I loved mine. And then I had lost a child very young. So yeah. when I had my son, it was a huge, huge um, blessing. He was very much wanted. Yeah. Um, and we've invested, we invested so much in him, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, he consumed us in so many ways. I mean, literally, you know, um, and so he, he laughs because I mean, you know, he, he, he comes across things, my son, and he's like, man, you and dad did a lot of things. And sometimes he talks about, you know, he's like, you know, he, he's young, but obviously he's, he's an adult now. And yeah. His friends, some of his friends are parents or, you know, he knows friends that are going to be parents and he says like damn he goes like I don't even know how I would be a parent like I think about the parents that you and my dad were to me mm-hmm. and it's like damn he goes like can I even live up to that expectation he goes like I'm not trying to be responsible for fucking nobody else's life up you know yeah. um you know I'm not in no position to have no kid and I said well let me tell you something you know and, and there's a big thing where I tell him, 
I, that standard set pretty high. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be any less of a parent than I was because, you know, you just want the best for them. But yeah, I only have one. I mean, but it was, it was an amazing, I mean, I soaked up every mm-hmm. single ounce of his childhood. Oh. Um, there isn't any unturned, you know, definitely from theme parks to, you know, um, school fundraisers, sports, yeah. um, you That's know, awesome. science. For, he, he won the science for every year he won state. Um, he was a, top-notch athlete you know um just everything just you know so it's amazing parenthood i think it's one of the things that hmm, i don't know how to say this and trying to be sensitive i think the parenting is an amazing journey i believe like for me personally i believe that my mom and i don't know about you ladies but um they did the best we can they could mm-hmm. i just don't necessarily believe they were invested in us yes because they had to work so much and they had to provide and it was like but back then people just had children i think because it's what couples do they have children and they go on with the motions of that but it wasn't and then you know when you have a few of them it just becomes very difficult to completely invest yourself in your children mm-hmm. and to really um you know, um, be present and in the moment because there's so much other, you know, bullshit going on, like real life things, bills, you know, um, you know, health, whatever the reason, you know, our parents just worked a lot. So they weren't as present. And, um, and I try to make that difference and that change in my son's life is the fact that I I had to be present. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly why, um, I think maybe, you know, I, I, we financially, we struggled, you know, when he was younger in the sense where I always, you know, we worked different shifts or I decided not to work and took a huge pay cut because I wanted to be home and be present, yeah. you know, and everything we did was revolved. I mean, we didn't go to movies that weren't PG-13. We didn't go to parties that weren't kids parties, um, things of that nature, you know yeah. what I mean? Where everything really revolved around them. I remember going to parties and it was like the parents were just partying and the kids were God knows doing what, you know? Um, you know, like at all my parties, my husband at the time would get really mad because all of Jacob's birthday parties were huge events, but there was no liquor. There was no adult, um, moments. Yeah. You know, it was all about games and structured time. And we did this and we did that. And he'd be like, can we ever just have a party and invite people and I can just chill? And I was like, no, if you want to do that, we can do that any other weekend. Not yeah. on the birthday party. <laughs> yeah. The birthday party is about him, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I have one, and one is plenty. I mean, and I have my stepson, and that was plenty. It's amazing, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, no, that, that's that's. So I I could breathe now and say, hey, I, I I did mine. I did my job, and I take pleasure in now being able to leave the country and leave him, and you know, and do me because I did my job. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. I can't wait for my boys to be old enough to, you know, be involved in sports, you know, have activities yes. after school, because I want to be involved in all that. Like you said, our parents, they came to the U.S. with one goal, and that was to work, work and work. <laughs> I'm telling you, because both my parents, you know, they they started working in the fields. My mom's not working anymore, thank God, but my dad's still out there. And it's like, you know, I appreciate everything they did for us and our upbringing. I mean, I'm sure it was decent, but like you said, they were never involved in, you know, in school for us. You know, they were never like, oh, my God, you know, like, I want you to be in this club or or if, you know, you weren't ever motivated to be in a sport because they, they would never go to the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what I, I agree with that. With that thing. They try to do their best by working, you know. By working for us and raising us and bringing food to our, you know, our home and just having everything that we would need, like clothes, you know, essentials. 
But like you said, otherwise, um, that was just their goal, just having money for us. And yeah, and that's, okay. that's okay for that's okay, you know, and I appreciate everything they did. But like you said, this time, now us being parents, um, this time around, you definitely want to be invested. Definitely. And that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, you know, when, when I see a lot of, you know, with parents, like I think, and I think it comes from a lot of unplanned parenting as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it comes from, you know, and granted not every, I, not, my, my son always says, I can't believe I was planned. He goes, because like every time I hear it, he goes, everybody's like, everybody's like, it's a hiccup. It's an accident. Like you guys really planned me. And I said, no, me and your dad really planned you. You were wanted. Like, there's no doubt about that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you weren't a surprise. You were planned. Um, but you know, and I think that it, that that's kind of where I kind of feel like where I just feel that, you know, it's important to teach our children now change that because even though our parents, you know, they did everything under the sun for to provide and, and you know, and they were just staying afloat with us. I also believe that, you know, for me, per, again, I can only speak for myself. I grew uh-huh. up with certain issues. I grew up with certain things for, you know, because, you know, as much as my mom loved me, she wasn't present. You know, yeah. and so yeah. and so that that's that's being present in the children's life and being you know a, a, a focal point in their life, knowing that you know. And then as a, when I was a kid, there were things I didn't want to come to my mom with because she had been working all day. I didn't want to stress her out over certain things or you know, um, things of that financially. You know, we didn't have a lot, so just things of that mm-hmm. nature. Well, she was the best mom, but I think yeah. that you know now we can change that. And like you said, be involved, be, be, be have yeah. the ability to do yeah. that, be there because the kids grow up so quick. Oh so I can't believe it. Yeah. I did everything under the moon with Jacob, like everything, everything, mm-hmm. every PT. I was, you know, on the PTA. I was the athletic director, everything. And I just think like when I look back at pictures or I come across things, I'm like, wow. Like, you know, I was seven years. My son played football for a football league. I, I was there seven years every Saturday from seven in the morning till 6 p.m. at night on the football field. For seven years, and that shit went by so wow. quick, and I'm like, wow. I I complained some days about it, but now <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat again. Yeah, of course. You know, it's it's yeah. So it's enjoying them, and that's why it's such a blessing. Like you know, to to see to see like you know when I see Janet and I see her with the girls and being a mom, I'm like, look at her, she's a mom, and because it's starting <laughs> over, you know. And I see them, and and you know, and sometimes it's funny because you know when we're like, it's like they can't have when you're a mom, you don't have a minute. It's time when you get at a family get together or whatever. It seems like you don't enjoy yourself because you're constantly having to get up to feed them, and then they someone has to go change them, and then oh, they're yeah. getting into something. <laughs> it's an event, you know. <laughs> yes. and it's like you're always constantly chasing them like wow you know it just it's crazy I mean it's a blessing and I love children I love children mm-hmm. so it's like oh my heart melts but the one thing that someone I, I didn't think about this I didn't think about this and maybe I'll, you guys can take away maybe you guys think differently but if you don't you guys can take this away they don't stay little forever oh. and when I, when I say that I mean they become adults they become um teenagers and they become with with real life problems with real life emotions mm-hmm. when you know what I mean and that's when that's when parenting kind of rubs a different way oh, you know it completely mm-hmm. rubs a complete it's a whole it's it's just an untamed beast and I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't prepared for for a lot of things that took place you know so it's important that you enjoy them now and realize that it's cute to have them because they're real cute when you're little and you can mm-hmm. control what they do what they eat where they go who they're with but the minute that you don't control any of that anymore oh, it's like fuck like literally <laughs> to me was like like it was the worst thing. It's like I lost control. Not that my son was out of control, but I lost control as far as as a parent. You can't fix things. That's the worst too. You can't fix things for them mm-hmm. anymore. Their heartbreak when their heartbreak, then you can't fix that, and they're devastated. That's the oh, worst, you yeah. know. 
Um, so it, they don't stay little forever. And so enjoy oh them. God. Definitely enjoy them. Because Janet was with my son when he was a baby all the time. They would see him and they'd be like, he's so cute and he's so well, you know, dressed uh-huh. and so cute and he speaks so well and or real well behaved. And now it's like, you know, he's a grown man, you know. Last mm-hmm. time we went to her baby shower when she was pregnant with um her first, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was partying and kicking it. And I was like, no, you can't drink. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he had a shot of Ciroc or something. I'm like, that's it. No, <laughs> negative. Like, nah, you know. Wow. And then it's about shooting guns and mm-hmm. doing this. And it's like, wait, that's not my boy. You know what I mean? That's not my sweet son anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that's a tough yeah. one, and I think it is. I I mean, it's... just not too long ago. I mean, in this whole transition of him having a, a little brother now, um, mm-hmm. he for the first time he went inside his room and he slammed the door like in all space, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my god, like, <laughs> what the hell just happened there? I have a teenager in the house, or what the heck? Yeah, and I mean, he's only four, but I mean, he was upset because I wouldn't give him candy. But, you know, it's those little things like you're saying, like, I start seeing it in him. And I mean, he's only four and everybody. Yeah, like, like you're saying, they, they do grow too fast. So enjoy, enjoy the moments with them. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy the moment, man. Enjoy the mess. Enjoy the <laughs> spills. Enjoy the accidents. Enjoy all yeah. of that because all of that. See, to me, you know how people say, oh, I want them to get older because it's going to be so much easier. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, you know, in a lot of ways because you don't got to carry a diaper bag. They're not in diapers. They don't need a bottle. All mm-hmm. that. But see, but all that is is doable. Yeah. It's just work. But it's plenty doable. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know, um, un, un, unexcused absences, you know, yeah. um, that, that's not that's not fixable. That's not, you know, that's work. You can't, you know, you, you're at work and your child's supposed to be at school and they're not at school. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, something happens at school. There was a fight, and you know, and it's just, it's insane. It's just the whole level of of parenting. Like I, I put it this way: my son was a teenager. He was like I don't know, fifteen or sixteen, and and you know, I've been around some real crazy people, real shady places. Just you know, growing up, I I grew up in the streets of LA, and I told my son straight up, I've never in my life thought. I could pick up a case, but I'm going to pick up a case fucking with your ass. Literally. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a case because I'm going to kill you. You know what I mean? Like, literally, I had to completely, like, remove myself from being in front of him because he can take me to, from zero to 100 because mm-hmm. you're so invested in them. You know, yeah. so many years of investing, investing, and then it's like, oh, my God. But, of course, we all go through that. We're all teenagers. We're all, you know, and at that point, that was the the, the focal point for me. And I think my turning point in, in myself and reevaluating how, okay, you've done your job as a parent. It's time for you to, you know, not fix it, not try to fix it, not be present, Um and allow allow him to do what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hardest thing as a parent. Because the whole time we've been building to do, fix everything and do everything for them. Yep. So it's just instinct. It's just mm-hmm. instinct. And then one day you have to be like, well, that's not how this goes anymore. You know? Mm-hmm. It's time for them to venture on to their own and do their own and fall. And, you know, it's yeah. just crazy. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. But it's, 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 a, it's a roller coaster. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, definitely. I can't wait till the day where I can sit down and just chill and and you know look back with when he has his kids and I could be like, "Ooh, I told you so." <laughs> <laughs> but he's smart. He's a lot smarter than I was because he says, 
I'm not gonna be you know responsible for fucking anybody's life up. I'm not trying to have no kids, mm-hmm. you know. But but we'll see. I ver qué dice Dios because you know. <laughs> I say you're doing things that lead to kids, so you know it's real fun making them, you know. <laughs> but you know, we don't we don't know about you know having them, but you're doing yeah. something that can lead to it. Just know that. So how's how's your little boy? Is he still napping? Uh, your three year old? I actually after the whole transition of having a baby at home, it's been I've been off schedule. Like I've I used to have a schedule with him. Like, he would nap around one, and he'd nap for a good two hours. Right now with a baby, um, you know, we're, we really haven't, and I haven't, I've been bad about it, too. Like, I haven't even really tried. And if he does sleep, it's like if we go somewhere in the car, he'll, like, knock out. And then, you know, we'll bring him in the house, and he's still sound asleep. So he'll sleep here and there, but it's very unlikely. <laughs> And Isn't it crazy how that works? It's so crazy. And for him, I feel like he needs his naps during the day because he's so full of energy. And I'm not even kidding. Um, you see my son at a party, you won't ever see him sitting down. He will be all over the party. If there's a bounce house, he'll be up in there. If he's run- He'll be running around with kids, running around the inside of the, the home, wherever we're at. Um, but he needs the nap. I think he needs the nap because... Um, you know, it gives me a break too. Like if he's napping, I can do so much things like around the house, you know, I do so much, um, so much more, but like I'm telling you, I haven't really been keeping a schedule with them. Um, and then I hear, you know, it's funny because I listen to some other, you know, podcasts and other mothers and stuff, how they say, Oh, both of my kids fell asleep. What a lie. (laughs) it's like how do you do it you know like I haven't been able to uh, you know set that up with mine but um I don't know I mean it might work for some moms I don't know you Janet how is it going? no I mean for me it it, honestly it's been crazy because my little girl would always nap for two for two hours every day and she no longer naps anymore and Miracle. No, 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 no. And her schedule's been so crazy too, like bedtime. Because, you know, with Catalina, it's so hard. Yeah. Because her, her schedule's always different. And yeah. then Teresa had her set schedule for napping two hours every day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, miraculously on Friday, like mm-hmm. I guess she just had a really rough morning. She was playing a lot outside and um, we went on a long walk. So she got like super tired and it was a hot day too. So I think that kind of helped her and it drained uh-huh. her. Uh-huh. So she, they both went down at two o'clock and that, I mean, my little baby's four months and that was yeah. like the first time ever that she actually took a nap. But sure, in the car, si se arrulla y se queda bien dormida. Uh But it's, like, so crazy how how hard it is, you know, when you have little ones and then a newborn to be able to adapt. I have a question. It's a random question. You guys have little ones. Like, they're three and two. With the whole quarantine, what's going on? I know, Janet, sometimes you go outside, but I don't know how that works. You guys also have younger ones. So I'm curious. Do they get outdoor activity? Oh, my girl, my two-year-old is always outside. Yeah, you know, where we live? Outside, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why está bien morena, because mm-hmm. she's always outside. And I try to keep up and put sunscreen. Mm-hmm. But, like, we have, like, everything fenced. 
so no se puede salir por ningún oh, lado. Okay. And I have a security camera system. So when I'm inside feeding or doing whatever, it's on. So I'm like watching her like a hawk. Mm. Like literally, she loves being outside. Okay. And then we have our dogs. So she's always, you know, playing with the dogs or mm -hmm. on the trampoline or Okay. Yeah, but it's so hard because I would love to go to the park oh, or oh, okay. go to the mall yeah. and do other things. And it's like, and you guys have little ones. Yeah, so what is that like? You know, I, I it's, get it's so crazy. It's, it's so hard because so I know hard. a lot of the kids. And, and this is I don't I'm not against. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not trying to be judgmental because I think for each its own, you know. Um, but I think now, especially with it was already a problem that I know. And now with the quarantine, I worry that a lot of the kids are going to kind of, you know, be very, you know, just in tune with the with with the Netflix and with the little laptops. And, oh, I you know, know all those little yeah. things, because it's it's also it's, I, I think it's also like, you know, it's important for them to have that because it's some time of, you know, relaxation, relaxation. But I think that we're just a, in, in a general a society that comes very dependent on it. You know, even our phones. Oh, yeah. For us adults, it's our phones, right? Um, mm -hmm. For the kids, you know, so it's kind of hard because if they can't play outside, I mean, Johnny, obviously you live in a place where you just said you have the space, but what about like other kids where the parks are closed? The mall is closed. Like what, 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 do, you, what do the kids do? Are they just on TV? Are they playing oh, outside? What about kids that live in apartments? They can't even really go play outside. Exactly. They don't have a backyard. They don't have a front yard to like go out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think for kids in a condo or things like that, no pueden salir. ¿Para dónde le dan? That's so sad. Yeah, no pueden. Yeah. Like my kid, she doesn't have a tablet. She doesn't have an iPad. She rarely mm -hmm. ever gets my phone. I have ABC Mouse, but mm -hmm. honestly, like I, I, well, my husband and adamant. I, Carmelo was very adamant the last time I think when you were pregnant when he came over. That's your husband. They said, nope, yeah, she's not gonna have a, my kids not gonna have a phone until they're older. They don't need a phone. You know, I'm gonna go live in no. a mountain somewhere. So they don't gotta have a phone. <laughs> right. And she and she yeah. and she doesn't. And I don't blame him. But at the same time, like ABC Mouse is really good, like for learning and, and whatnot. So mm -hmm. it's I I just got it, but honestly, she's been on it probably like three times. And it's more like when it was raining. You know, we had this crazy rain yes. like a month ago. And so that was like that's when it was really bad. Like you know it's yeah. raining she can't yeah. go outside like what do i do <laughs> she she's just so much crazy fact, no para my son didn't own a, a game system like xbox playstation none of that i never bought him one my son would play sports so much he didn't have time to do that right um but i bought mm -hmm. him one when he turned i think it was 17 he was either 17 or 18 and he never played video games and he tells me all the time now that I'm older, he goes, I wasn't even stuck on stupid on video games. And now that I'm older, I find myself having to tell myself, you got to turn this off already. You know, you can't be playing. You've been playing too long. I could be on this thing for hours and I realize because it's because you didn't let me play when I was a kid. So now I'm addicted to it. You know, I like playing. He would have been addicted <laughs> even when he was little. And I, I just <laughs> laugh because he, he would always say my whole life I didn't have a console now that I have one I'm an adult and it's like I want to play video games as an adult he goes that's the craziest thing and I just laugh you know he's like I sh you should let me play when I was younger so I didn't want to play right now and I, I just laugh I go now it's a you to have self-control but it's crazy because we were the same way me and my husband at the time we didn't we didn't really he was my son was busy though so he, he really he was an outside kid también. he loved to be outside sports 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 he was you know he just loved it so it's just, I can't imagine if we were living in the quarantine or like a lot of kids, their sports are canceled right now. 
Like, you know, right. like my son right now, he would be training on off season for football and he'd be getting ready for the season to start in, you know, September. So he'd be training. If he was like that age again, like my nephews and stuff, he would not be able to do anything. I don't even know what we would do with him. No school. Like I said, I, I don't yeah. know what, you know, my, like I said, I don't have a child in this quarantine, but I think I'd be going crazy. Nowhere I think right it, now it's, it's the hardest it's the hardest to be a parent yeah. because not only where to go or whatever but like to to bring that virus to your home yeah. to your babies like the por si when a baby has you know a cold is like the end of the world yeah. only imagine like you know this serious condition that's happening right now it's it's scary I bet it's the hardest time to be a parent when you're in quarantine. Yes, I can only imagine. So, Evelyn, how was your postpartum on your second baby? You were telling me that you were good with your first, but your second one was a little tricky. I I was crying for anything and everything. And I think it was just the fact of me not being able to attend to Mateo as I used to be. Um, I, you know, he'd, he'd come up to me and he'd be mommy, mommy, you know, let's play or mommy, mommy, come over here with me. And I was, you know, sitting in the couch breastfeeding and, you know, that wasn't, that's another story, um, itself, you know, my whole breastfeeding journey, because with Mateo, um, I didn't, I wasn't able to breastfeed. I think I only did like a couple months, but, um, I wasn't getting, I wasn't making enough milk. Um, and that has to do too, because, Mateo was a preemie when he was born, so he was in the NICU for a couple weeks. Oh. Um, so that that had a lot to do with it because, you know, I wasn't there, you know, latching him on as often as you are when you're home with your newly born baby. And so with Mateo, him being there in the NICU for those two weeks, like it really, you know, I think it really affected me um, in every way possible. Like I was emotional. I was... I don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm depressed because um, he was my first baby. But even though he was a preemie and he didn't come home right away, I was I was so happy. I was so happy, you know, because I had my baby. He was healthy. The only thing was that he was when he was born. So he had to stay in the NICU because he had to put some weight on and he had to learn how to, you know, latch on to the breast. Um, and that was pretty much what we would work on when we would go into the NICU to see him. And then luckily, you know, like 14 days passed and they were like, okay, he grew a pound. He's healthy. He's latching on. You should take him home. But then once I was home, I feel like I didn't try as hard to continue the whole breastfeeding because I would do breast milk and then half of, half of his feeding was formula. So I did both. Um, and then this time with Tadeo, oh my God. Um, it, it's going awesome. Like I said, he's hundred percent breastfed, but it was a struggle in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, my nipples were cracked. It hurt. I would bleed. <laughs> um, I did, you know, all that happened and, um, I was stressing over that and then, you know, not being able to fully attend to Mateo would break my heart. So I felt like an awful mom. I was like, dude, you know, I am a hundred percent here for Tadeo. You know, I'm trying this breastfeeding journey with him and it's, it's a, you know, it's going, but then again, like I'm not, I'm not paying attention to my other son and it just broke my heart. And, 
um, I mean, good thing that my husband would step in and he'd take over and he'd be like, you know what, I'll take him to the park. I'm going to take him to the store. Just concentrate on the baby and you'll be fine. You know, um, Mateo's not being neglected by you. He's just, you know, you're, you have a newborn in your arms, you know, that's, that's your priority right now. And, um, and yeah, that's kind of what, that's kind of think what helped me out was, um, that my husband really was there to support me and, um, and be there for me in those moments. But, but yeah, yeah. that's kind of how my story and, and it was hard. And, um, do you, do you pump at all or is it all, he just latches on, he just latches on. He doesn't like, like the um, bottle formula from in, the bottom. In the, yeah. In the beginning I was pumping cause you know how they would tell you like, you know, after every feed, try to pump and I was doing both. And, um, I, I haven't, I haven't pumped again because we're quarantined, you know, I'm here, I'm available yeah. for him. And I, I didn't go back to work. So it's like, I don't really need a stash because we're not going anywhere, you know? So, um, I figured I wanted to start his little milk stash, um, because I figured, okay, I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to need this stash when I take him to the daycare. But then I was like, yeah, I'm not, um, I ended up not, we ended up deciding that I wasn't going to go to work. I wanted to, I was going to stay more time with him. Uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to be here a hundred percent for him. I don't think I need to, you know, save up my milk. Um, that was only in case I'd be going back to work or, um, you know, if he was going to have to end up going to daycare. Um, but I didn't do that. So he's mainly just on the breast. That's pretty much all I'm doing right now. And I'm hoping I can do the whole year. That's what I'm shooting for. That's amazing. That's amazing. And breastfeeding is like a whole freaking topic of its own. Like, yeah, every mom has has its own, you know, struggles with it. Other moms are like, super amazing with it. I know with my first one, like I had a really hard time, I would sit Mm -hmm. there nursing her crying because it hurt so bad. And, you know, I would barely make anything you know I would always have to substitute and I did it for like five months but mm-hmm. a lot of it was like you know pumping and could just I was just make I just wanted to make sure that I was having some milk you know that she was sustaining algo with my milk but I also had to supplement and now with yeah. my second baby I was like what the hell, like all this milk, like six ounces, you know, <laughs> after feeding and, and then yes. like the fridge was getting full and I had to start freezing. It was so crazy. But you know why I think it was because of my first delivery. It was so traumatic. It was my first baby. I was so stressed. I was always crying that my milk supply was just not even there. Mm-hmm. And then my second time around, yeah, I, you know, have my two and a half year old. But at the same time, like my delivery was so much easier. I I don't even think I broke down, like probably once. And I don't even remember why. Oh, you know what I broke down? I broke down because for Christmas, I had my baby a couple of days before. And so I was so emotional. And my niece, who Jessica, I'll give you a shout out. She gave me the mm-hmm. cutest decorations for our new house. And um, when I opened it up, like I haven't even had time to like buy decorations for our house that I just broke down because it was like the cutest Aww. perfect decor to have. And that was mm-hmm. why I broke down. 
but I had <laughs> so much milk. <laughs> and now, now with this whole quarantine, I'm not even going to lie. Like all I'm getting is like two ounces mm-hmm. and the rest is formula. Like I got so freaking stressed out in one of our episodes, Sandra and I talked how, how freaked out I was about this whole coronavirus that I even, I even thought I had it. And like, it was just like this big old mess. Mm -hmm. So I, my stress level was so high that literally my milk supply is just not what I expected. Like I was so happy of how much milk I was getting. And then Castillas put a formula, but Mm -hmm. I'm just happy that, you know, we had a really great run. I was never like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to have so much milk. Like, and that my freezer was full and my fridge was full. And I was like, what the hell? But at the same time, like, um, even though that connection and that bond is so great, you know, breastfeeding your baby. But like you you say, you know, my husband works six, seven days a week most of the time. So mm-hmm. I honestly can't have my baby attached to my boob like cada dos, tres horas. Like there's just no way because there's so much more that I just have to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think if you have the support system or, you know, you just didn't get as stressed out as me, you know, and you're mm-hmm. still supplying enough milk, that's so awesome. Like that's so awesome. There's nothing better than breast milk for your baby. Thank you. And you know what? You're doing awesome too, Janet. And like I always say, it doesn't matter if he's a formula-fed baby, a breastfed baby, or both. Like, it doesn't matter because they're getting all the love anyway, you know? And you're, we, all, we are all trying our best and, you know, adapting to what we can work with, you know? Like you said, your husband's working a lot, and a lot of times you don't have that support. Um, luckily, you know, my husband has been able to work from home, and that's kind of what's been helping me, too. Um, si estuviera solo en estos momentos de quarantine that he would have to leave, my stress would probably be even worse than yours, Janet. Like, I'm telling you. But it, it, it's, it's nice to know that, you know, oh, my God, you know, my husband's going to be here with me during this time. It's scary. Right. It's scary. Well, if it's of any comfort to you both. <laughs> <laughs> I nursed my son for nine months, but I didn't enjoy it. No? I did it. Um, I did. I, I Okay. I enjoyed the bonding experience. It's cute when they're little. I think they're newborns. I think they're little. I think that, I mean, it's a hassle. I got the hang of it. You know, I did it. It's, it's work, you know. However, as time progresses and they get older, they get very attached. And all they want to do is be latched on. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. to me, that was, even as much as I love my son and I wanted to, you know, completely do the bonding thing. And I really felt that breast milk was best, obviously. Um, I just... It, it was this thing. So when he was eight and a half months, I decided I'm not going to nurse anymore. He's a big boy. He's, he's a big baby. I took him off of the bottle when he was, you know, 11 and a half months. Um, I'm not, I'm not doing this. So I mean, every, every, every journey is its own. You know what I mean? And you do what you can under the circumstances mm-hmm. and, you know, and I would pump milk because I purposely wanted him to drink the bottle and I didn't want him latched on, especially mm-hmm. at eight months, seven months, six months. I mean, I just didn't, it would be cool. Like if he was going to bed and we had to lay down, but if, you know, children get so attached, they just want to be latched on and chill for a minute. Sometimes they don't yeah. even want to suck anymore. They just want to be latched on, you know, completely just laying there taking a chill pill with mom. And that's yeah. all 
fun sometimes you know, when you want the downtime. But okay, boy, you're not even eating anymore. It's just you just want to be laid <laughs> up here with your mom. You know, um, we we have we have a, a ship to run. Um, you know, and and so for me, that was one of the things that I disliked the most was the fact that the baby mm-hmm. just wanted to be, and he ate a lot. My baby was a chunky baby. He wanted to be lacked on twenty four seven. So again, the no shaming, the no, you know, people different. Just come, everybody's just different. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it, 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 my aunt loved him. My aunt nursed till the babies I think were like two years old. You know what I mean? People were like, oh, oh my, my god. god, but she loved it. You know what I mean? And she loved being with the baby. She would love to be asleep. She says cuddling with the baby and the baby would just be nursing she loved it you know um me on the other hand no I felt tan desesperada like there was a hundred million things to do and here I am yes. laying down because this child just wants to be laid up in the bed you know? <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes when my stepson was over I mean you know he was over a lot when he was a baby and he was younger too it was like I felt like he would get jealous, you know, like, you know, yeah. like he came, yeah. to, you know, me and I was like, okay. And it's different when it's, you know, your stepson, because it's like, you know, you love your kids the same, you know, but when there's a stepson, you know, you you don't want to make that other child feel any bit different, feel less, you know? more, yeah, less love. It's uh-huh. already, yeah, it's already a difficult journey, you know, blended families or whatnot. So, yeah. you know, that was a huge, huge deal, you know? So it was like, oh, yeah. Again, every journey is different. So, you know, yeah, it's just like, and I, I just didn't want to do it. I had plenty of milk. I, I mean, you know, I wanted to dry my milk out at some point, you know, <laughs> you know, and I, I would literally pump and tell my husband, like, if he's like, he doesn't want the bottle. I go, well, you're going to give him the bottle because I'm not latching on right now. I got things I'm doing. You're home. Take the, find the bottle and feed him. He's going to cry. Oh, well, he's going to have to eat. You know, if he's hungry, he's going to eat it. So there you have it, moms. It's okay if you breastfeed your baby or if you don't or if you do half and half or if you pump and then give your baby a bottle with your milk. All of the children end up going to kindergarten anyway. So as moms, we do our best. We love our children. We try to nourish and give them all the love that they need. But sometimes things don't work out the way we want them to, or it's just simply very different from each and every one of us. So thank you guys for listening to our episode with Evelyn. And Evelyn, thank you so much for being part of the show. If you are a mom or not a mom and you want to be part of our podcast, please message us through Facebook or on Instagram and we would love to get in contact and set up an episode with you. So stay tuned for next week's uh, new episode. It's a very intense episode with a very brave woman who um, touches a lot of lives with her blog and with her journey. So thank you guys so much for listening and we hope you guys listen next week. Take care.